What's going on family? Let's talk about something that's been buzzing in the tech world, AI safety and security. How do you feel about the rapid advancements in AI and the potential risk that it brings? Have you heard of the stories about AI being tricked? It's a real concern, but fear not because there's a real solution, AI Red Teaming. You see, AI Red Teaming is all about stress testing. You see, AI models and deployments to prevent unauthorized access and data leaks. It's about ensuring that your AI can't be tricked into providing information beyond its intended use. And guess what? You don't have to do it alone. My friends over at HackerOne has a community of over 750 active hackers specializing in AI security testing. You see, in a recent engagement, just 18 hackers identified over 100 valid findings in just two weeks. That's the power of ethical hackers. Wow. So if you want to ensure the safety and security of your AI deployments, look no further. Head over to HackerOne.com and explore their AI red teaming services. With strategic flexibility, rapid deployment, and a hybrid talent strategy, HackerOne has everyone, everything you need to safeguard your AI. Don't let AI keep you up at night. Visit HackerOne.com today and rest easy knowing that your AI is in safe hands. Today, Anthony is sick and tired. How much did you pay off? It was $111,000. So all y'all deep people, oh my God, <laughs> Christians, money. You know what? Bye. <laughs> Unsubscribe from the channel, cause I ain't changing. The kingdom needs money. Why is it that kingdom people, you want us broke? We can't impact the world if we broke. Now, before we hop into today's show, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Now let's jump into the video. Yo, Shakira, I'm gonna ask you straight forward. You just paid off a hundred, how much did you pay off? $100,722.47. <laughs> you got 47 cents in there, huh? For sure. <laughs> Actually, it's 111,000. It was 111,000. 111,000, $722.47. $22. For sure. Uh, and when did you pay it off? I finished paying it off November 15, 2022. Recently? Recently. How long did it take you? Three years. How did you do it? How in the world? Wait, wait, wait. I got you more question. Respectfully, how old are you? 45. Married? Nope. Kids? Nope. What do you do for a living? Registered nurse. You're a registered nurse? Yep. So in a ballpark year, what's your average yearly income? Probably one, 109. 109. And were you making that when you started your debt-free journey? Three no. years ago? What were you making then? Probably more in the 60s. 70s. 60s and 70s? Maybe. Mm -hmm. All right, let's start. Why? Like, why three years ago, that means you was 42, 41, 42 years old. Why did you say, you know what, I, I want that financial freedom? Because I felt like it was it would be in my way mm. of life. Okay. It felt like I was literally carrying another human on my neck. <laughs> she said human. <laughs> no, no, really. And I just couldn't enjoy life. I couldn't enjoy my relationships. I couldn't I couldn't be present. I'm always worrying about the future, thinking about the past. And it just wasn't conducive to the life that I wanted. Mm. And I knew that I had to make a choice 
and I had to pay off that debt. Mm-hmm. I do that. And so I'm curious when you're walking around with that much debt, $111,000, this is round to 112000 just for the sake of today's show, um, about $112,000 of debt. I'm curious, what was it? It was student loans. Okay. One personal loan. Okay. One credit card loan. Okay. All for school. So all of your debt? All of it was for school. It was just different means. So I had a personal loan. Okay. Credit card. Okay. And I went to a private college. Did you? Yeah. You just rolled your eyes. Well, I mean, there's other ways you can do this to avoid this. To get into the medical field. Yes, you can go to a community college for two years, okay. work, and let your job pay for you to get your four-year degree. So I got to ask a question. Why'd you go that route then? Because I was lazy. You was lazy? Yeah, my college was right across the street from where I live. <laughs> real. Yo, wait. Yeah, real. Wait, when did you go back to, um, when did you go back to, did you go to college straight out of high school? No. Okay, so when did you start your college process again? I started college at 32 years old. 32? 32 years old, and I um I went off and on because it was a private college. It was expensive, yeah. so I would go off and on, and it took me, honestly, about eight years. Eight years to finish the whole program. Now, do you think that's why it cost you so much, because it took you so long to finish the program? Well, the nursing program itself took me three years. It only took me three years, okay. but it was a process getting there. I'm sure that contributed to it as well. Okay, 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 okay. So went back to school at 32, finished around, what, 38? 40. 40? 40. Okay, 40 years old, okay. You're $112,000 in debt. Mm-hmm. Um, and then two years later, you're like, yo, I don't want this debt anymore. Correct. And even when I graduated from college, though, there was a lot going on in my life. My father had prostate cancer. Okay. I was going through a painful breakup, Uh, and I just graduated from nursing school with $112,000 of student loan debt. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All at the same time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. okay. And this is when I transitioned. I I went to the hospital. You know, I thought the NICU was my dream job. Yeah. Got there, found out it wasn't. Okay. I hated it. Yeah. For me. Yeah. Um, So I did, that's when I started doing substitute school nursing. Okay. And um, I loved it. And I went back to school for it in 2019 because you have to get a certification in Jersey. Yeah. You have to get a certification for school nursing. So after I received my certification for school nursing in 2020, that's when I hit the ground running to pay off the debt. So let's rewind. Graduated, I graduated college, 40 years old. Mm-hmm. Father was going to prostate. Um, Totally understand prostate. My father battled the same cancer. Okay. Um, went through a a not a divorce, but like a, a breakup. Mm-hmm. Same time. Same time. Mm-hmm. And then you have one hundred and twelve thousand dollars sitting on top of you. Mm-hmm. Were you working at the time? Job- I was. I was working. Um, I was working as an LPN okay. at the time. How much were you making? Um. Well, two th- I remember exactly. 2018, I made $42,000. $42,000 a mm-hmm. year. I wasn't working full-time because the program is very intense. The nursing program is very intense. Yeah. So I wasn't working full-time, but I was still working. Yeah. Yeah, so I made $42,000. $42,000. 2018. 2018. Yep. Life is, you're going through an emotional situation from a relationship. 
-hmm. You're going through an emotional situation with your father. Mm -hmm. You just graduated, which should be some something that you should be celebrating mm -hmm. and having a blast. But you're really not celebrating that because you feel the weight of the last eight years, which is $112,000 in debt. If you could do it all over again, what would you change about those eight years? Would, or would you change Nothing. Anything? Nothing. Okay. Mm -mm. Okay. All right. I know because I, I I say this all the time. While I was going, I've never liked debt. I never liked debt. Right, right. Um, even like I was saying, the LPN program, I paid cash. I paid six thousand cash for that. Okay. And as I'm in college, I'm walking down the street talking to God. God, I don't like debt. I don't want to keep doing this. I don't want to go. I, and I can hear God say, "Keep going. I got you. Mm. Keep going." And I said, "Okay, I'm gonna keep. I don't want to, but I'm I'm gonna keep going." Yeah. yeah. So when you graduated, two years later, you're like, all right, let's do this. We need to be serious. Clearly, you've, you've healed and you've moved on in life. Not yet. You haven't? Not yet? No, in the story, not yet. In the story? Yeah. Still going through? Yep. Okay. Some things, a lot of things were suppressed. And as, I, as I'm paying off debt, I realized something wasn't right. I still wasn't... I wasn't able to experience the relief, the mm -hmm. full relief that you get from paying off large amounts of debt. Yeah, yeah. So I decided to go to therapy mm. because I felt like, okay, something is off and I can't identify it. Yeah. So I, start, I decided to go to therapy and it has been life-changing. Yeah. Life-changing. Hey, real quick. When you're feeling your best, did you know you can actually take on the world and accomplish anything you want and anything you set your mind to? But sometimes life can get in the way and you may start to feel overwhelmed or like you're not showing up as the best version of yourself. That's where therapy can come in. By working with a licensed therapist, you can get closer to being the best version of yourself and feel more empowered to handle whatever life throws away. If you're considering giving therapy a try, which I highly suggest, BetterHelp is a fantastic option. You see, it's convenient, it's flexible, it's affordable, it's going to fit inside of your budget, and it's all done online, fam. Simply fill out a brief questionnaire to be matched with a licensed therapist, and here's the thing, you can switch your therapist at any time for no additional charge. If you want to live a more empowered and fulfilling life, therapy can help get you there. And right now, because you are my family, you can get 10% off your first month when you visit anthonyoneal.com forward slash therapy. Again, that's anthonyoneal.com forward slash therapy. You can get the link in today's show notes. But hey, take the first step towards a better you. Now, here's the second step. Let's get back to the show because I know it's a good one. So paying off the debt, the physical, and taking care of the internal, mm -hmm. which is simultaneously at the same time, mm -hmm. that's when you really started to yes. feel better Yes. And like not just the physical weight of debt, but now the internal weight of everything that you everything. So mm -hmm. few years. Mm -hmm. Wow. What was that process like of getting out of debt? I mean, I know a lot of people. I teach the debt snowball method here. Um, some people use other methods. I'm curious. What was your method of getting out of debt? Well, I use a combination. I use the debt snowball okay. sometimes. Sometimes I use the debt avalanche. Okay. Um, I went through the whole, I went through the process where I was paying off a lot of debt, okay. but I realized I didn't even have an emergency fund. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I stopped okay. and I stockpiled like twenty thousand. Did you? And, and yeah, for an emergency fund. And then I got right back to it. Keeping in mind, all of this is during COVID. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Why'd you put twenty thousand um I'm in savings? I'm curious. How come you didn't put that how can we put like five grand maybe and then just put the other fifteen towards paying off your debt? Because the what emotionally mm-hmm. it felt I felt safe. Okay. I felt safe. I felt like, okay, this is here, so I'm good. Okay. Now I can keep going. So within three years, you stacked up twenty grand and paid off hundred and twelve thousand mm-hmm. dollars in debt. You were sleeping like Rarely. Right. <laughs> Rarely. And you weren't eating out a whole lot. No. Very disciplined. Do very dating, were you dating? No. No dating. No. Did you enjoy your life at all? No. <laughs> no. But but you have to understand there's certain parts in your there's certain times in your life, certain seasons in your life where you might not enjoy it, but you have to you have to do it. Boy, I, I, I hear the people saying, I mean, she didn't enjoy not one part of her life for three years. It wasn't all sad. I'm, okay, let me be clear. Yeah. It wasn't sad for yeah, yeah, I feel you. Because you're seeing, I started tracking my net worth at negative 40000 Ooh. Ooh. I'm, and I, I, I'm, I'm tracking that, but I'm paying off debt, right? Mm-mm. So now the debt is going down, the net worth is going up. Yep. So although I'm not going anywhere, I'm not doing anything, I actually look, in person, I look like I fell off. Mm-hmm. I, I look like, what happened to her? She used to dress nice. <laughs> Me look nice today, what do you mean? Today, but I'm talking about during that process. Okay, okay, okay. I look bad. I didn't, I wasn't taking care of myself externally. I wasn't, my, I wasn't put together, like my hair done. No, I was head oh, down. Head down for financial freedom. Yes. And And what do you think? Why? Like, why would you, as a woman, why would you not take care of your hair? Why would you not buy the nice clothes? You're going to work, but you said you weren't dating, but Mm -mm. you at least out in public. Like, I'm curious to find out, like, why, what, what sparked that? Like, I gotta go. Like, outside of the weight off, it was like, what kept you going for three years? Um, I wanted to leave a legacy for the, for my family. Okay. I feel like I wanted to teach them how I did how I did things. Mm. I always say you should have a witness to your life. Mm. Whether you're single, whether you're married, single, you need a witness to your life. Mm. And that witness will be able to help your family. Mm. So when I'm gone, mm-hmm. they'll know, oh, you're in a lot of debt. You remember Kira. Kira had a lot of debt. Mm-hmm. She paid it off. Mm-hmm. She she did it. You can do it. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it was important for me to leave a legacy plus I wanted my life back. I wanted my time back. I wanted to buy my time back, my freedom back. Mm-hmm. I remember what that was like. I had to, I forgot. I was in a rat race on a hamster wheel of life. I had forgot. Mm-hmm. And then I remember, wait a minute. When I first started working, I just paid bills. I didn't owe anybody anything. Mm-hmm. I want that back. Mm-hmm. And I began to speak it. And, and at the time, I would tell people like, yeah, I'm finished. And I wasn't finished. But it would just come out, and I, I began to believe it, and I mm-hmm. felt it. The debt was gone. In my mind, mm-hmm. the debt was gone. Mm-hmm. So, and it just, like, it's pretty much like I caught up to myself, my future self. I caught up to that. So you have to know you have to know what you want, and you have to be willing to sacrifice things. So good. So good. What were some things you sacrificed? Dating. 
time with my family. But why would you sacrifice dating when you're the woman, man? You weren't spending no money. Well, here's the thing. I knew I wasn't ready. I knew I had suppressed... I, didn't, I hadn't even dealt with my breakup from 2018. Okay. I didn't deal with it. That And that was a part of what I was feeling when I said something's not in alignment. Okay. I didn't deal with that. I had... I was used to suppressing things. So here we are, fast forward from 2018 to 2022. And I'm actually going through the physical emotions of a breakup that happened four years ago. Mm. Mm. Was that impacting some of your decision? I'm sure. Daily. 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 Subconsciously, I'm sure. 100%. I will say, though, I am proud that I wasn't dating mm -hmm. because I don't, I would have hurt somebody. Really? I would have hurt someone. I had four years ago. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just now. Just not dealing with yeah. it. Yeah. So at that time, when I first started therapy, it was, it, you know, it was like it just happened. It felt like it just happened right. yesterday. Yeah. And now, fast forward, it feels like it happened years. four or five years ago. Yeah. yeah. But that's why it's important for us to do the work and not just focus on debt alone. Mm -hmm. Because it, you have to look at the whole person, your whole person. Yeah. You have to look at yourself spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally. Yeah. And your finances, of course. But you have to look at... They're all interconnected. I thought, okay, I'm going to focus on debt and everything will be fine. No. Mm, everything... No. Everything starts internal. For sure. I mean, even if, if you're paying out 10000 100000 a million, um, everything starts internal. For if sure. If the internal is not... In not alignment. perfect, but in alignment... Mm -hmm it's not going to flow out properly. And so I think what I tell people all the time is like, hey, before you really start doing anything financially, what is your internal response? What is your why? What is your vision? Are you healed? Are you whole? Are you healthy internally? Mm -hmm. Because I can give you the system on how, how, to, how, to, how to get out of debt. I can give you the system on how to build wealth. I can give you the system on how to make some extra money. But if you're not internally good for sure we, we got a problem for sure you know what i'm saying we got a problem it's all interconnected you wrote a book called um over leverage 10 steps to getting out of debt and out of survival mode and, and i love the last part of that mm -hmm. more than getting out of debt mm -hmm. because i think in a black community we we thrive in survival mode for sure like we thrive in that mm -hmm. we know how to survive we do not know how to thrive who that's so good like that was good we know how to survive. For sure. We, we, we can make it. Mm -hmm. But we in the black community have not learned how to thrive. Yeah. I want to talk about some of your steps because to go from where you are to where you are now thriving, what what would you say out of your 10 steps? And we're going to put the link to her book in today's show notes. Um, what would you say to the, the three most important steps? I know all of them are important. Mm -hmm. But what would you say are, are the three most important steps to go from survival to thriving? Make a decision. Ooh, let's talk about that. What do you mean by make a decision? Make a decision. Don't negotiate with yourself. Mm. 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 That's simple. Yeah. But it's like, it's hard to do. Mm -hmm. I don't think people understand what you just said. Make a decision. Make a decision. Do not negotiate with yourself. But it's hard to do. 
Why do you think it's hard for us to make a decision when we know we need to make the decision, but it's still hard for us to make it? Because we negotiate with ourselves. When I decide to get out of debt, it's been a long time. Yep. 35? 35K? Yep, 35K is when I, that's how much debt I had. I'm trying to think like when, what year was it when I decided, when I decided to get out of debt. And I remember, I literally made a decision sitting in my car with my boy, I was trying to remember the year, and I said, I'm done. You got tired of yourself. I got tired of myself. I got tired of the lifestyle. And I got tired of being around people who were like me and we were okay with faking it. And I remember going home, sitting on a bed. I was living with my mom and dad in California. And I sat there and I said, yo, I got to change this. This is not the lifestyle that I want. I literally made that decision. Now, when I made that decision, I'm curious on your end, it didn't happen overnight. But I had to make that decision that day. And then I had to put a system in place mm -hmm. and structure in place to accomplish the things that I said I'm tired of doing. Mm -hmm. When you made the decision, what was the next thing that you put into place to stick to that decision? I organized things. Okay, you're an organizer. I, or I organized things, yeah. Okay. I organized all of the debt. The, I organized everything so I can so I can have a picture of what's in front of me. You yeah. can't work. You can't do the numbers up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to see what you have in front of you, and I just broke it down. Okay, and I gave myself benchmarks. Okay. I had benchmarks. You made more decisions as far as an, on this date. Mm -hmm. This is when I want to be at this goal. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. and then uh, when you say you organized, what does that mean? Did you pull credit? Did you I pulled write down? My, I pulled my credit scores. Okay, I wrote down all my debt. And snowball using the death snowball. Okay. Um, and I just kind of sifted everything out to make sure I had a vision of what everything looked like. Now I can move forward with a plan. Now I'm comparing my my credit card statements, mm -hmm. bank statements, um, credit reports. I'm comparing everything to make sure I have everything. Everything down. Everything down. And I kind and I made a decision. Okay, which system do I want credit? I want to do death snowball, the avalanche. And I decided to do the debt snowball. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. I like the debt snowball. A lot of people say they like the debt avalanche. And my thing is the debt snowball gives us momentum. It gives us excitement. And we can see it quicker than a debt avalanche. Um, debt avalanche, if you start off at the highest interest rate, right, then it's like you see, you see slow movement. For sure. The debt snowball, yeah, you're still going to be paying that interest rate on that high thing. But it's, I don't know about you, but when I started seeing that, that first one go on, then that second mm -hmm. one go on, I got excited. For sure. I was 100%. Like, what? This is it? And I stopped dating, too, during that time. Yeah. I stopped dating for a little while. Then I met my fiancé, and of course, I mean, I couldn't deny a good woman. You know what I'm saying? Um, I couldn't deny that she was my ex-fiancé at the time. Well, she's my ex-fiancé now. She's still a great woman, happy for her life and everything that's going on in her life. But... Um, when I met her, I was like, oh, man, bump to debt. I'm going to do debt and do her, too. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean it like that. I'm I'm, 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 I'm going to get rid of the debt, and I'm going to date her. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Lord Jesus. Oh, man. Lord, I had to clean that one up because that did not sound right at all. Lord Jesus. I'm going to fix it now. I'm going to fix it. I don't want them. I don't want her seeing it. Like, Excuse me, <laughs> oh, my lord. She, she's a great woman.
Um, and I, I just have to say, it was like, man, when I, I set those benchmark benchmarks, I think that's very, very important. Mm -hmm. I don't think people start the process and okay, cool. By this date, I'm going to be here. Yeah. By this date, I want to be there. By this date, I want to be here. Did you ever miss any of your benchmarks? No. I actually, what what I found happened, not that I'm not human, right. and if you miss it, you just keep going. Right. But for me, what I found is when you make, when you set goals, oftentimes you surpass those goals because you're intentional and you're putting in the effort. So you surpass those goals. And if you don't have, if you don't have an accountability partner, those benchmarks are going to help you to keep yourself accountable. Mm -hmm. I like that. So we're talking good here. So number one, uh, your very first step is make a decision. Make a decision. And I think that's very important, you guys, to do that because if you do not make a decision to get out of debt, then you're never going to get out of debt. You may say, oh, I'm paying off a little bit. No, no, no. You need to write it on paper. I am going to get out of debt by this date. That is the decision. Then from there, once you make that decision, then from there, you need to set benchmarks from what she's teaching us. And, and the benchmarks pretty much are like, I call these in my words, habits. What are you doing to get to that benchmark? You want to make sure you, you organize your, your finances, yep. organize everything, and set your benchmark so you can see where you are, where you need to adjust, where you need to speed up. Yeah. You have to, like, this is, getting out of debt is not passive. Right. It right. is not passive. It's yeah. very interactive. Yeah. You got to be intentional. For sure. You know? And it's like, I know my, my people say, okay, wait, wait. She said organize. Yeah, I think the very first thing, in another, in another words, is you, you got to have a clear budget. Mm -hmm. You really That's know how much income, yeah, mm -hmm. income you have coming in. And then what's the external? And you, you know your external by pulling your credit report. When you look at your credit report, it tells you everything you're doing. I mean, y'all, this is... This is simple stuff, mm -hmm. but it's hard because not everyone wants to see their, their true credit report. But you know what? There's strength in facing your truth. Mm. There's strength in facing your truth. And what what will happen? And I believe I'm not I don't believe I'm this super spectacular person. What will happen is once you start getting out of debt and putting your finances in order, other parts of your life are going to begin to come together. That's and that's good. the third step, I would say. Mm -hmm. After you organize your finances and everything, check on your mental health. See what, see what you're suppressing. See what you're not dealing with. You have to address those things in order for you to scale, to soar. Whether you're talking about money, relationship, your, your life, you have to check on your mental health. So good. And I'm, where I'm at now, um, I still go to therapy okay. once a month. Initially, yeah. when I first started, though, I was going once a week. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I was going once a week, and now I go once a month. And what I found was, even though I'm in a great space, mm -hmm. I still go. Yeah. No, once a too. month. I Absolutely. still go. Nothing's happening. Nothing's going on. Right. But I'm still going because your daily habits dictate your outcome. Absolutely. So you want to make sure you're... You're working out. You're eating well. You're on top of your finances. I paid off debt. I still put everything in my budget, mm -hmm. every dollar. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm still on top of these things. And I, I do yoga every day. I go nope. hiking once a week. I didn't do these things before debt, before being in debt. Yeah. These things came. I said, oh, I really like this. Mm -hmm. Now I get to see what I really like and what I don't like. Mm -hmm. Now I get to buy my time back. Mm. Mm. 
And if and keep in mind, that's a window yeah. out of my life. Three years. Yeah. I was in college longer. Yeah. Three years I sacrificed yeah. to buy my time back. Then I don't think a, a lot of people understand. The average person, the, the survival person, is exchanging their time for money. Mm-hmm. The wealthy people are exchanging their time, I mean, exchanging their money for time. And you did that. Mm-hmm. You exchanged your time for money for a season so you can eventually turn around and exchange your money to buy back your time. For sure. And look at you now. You're doing the things that you desire to do. Uh, I was asking you before. I was like, yo, are you you're an RN? Like, yo, great. Are you a travel RN? You was like, no. Nope. No way. I, I want I, you. You want the freedom. Yeah, I like autonomy. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't. The hospital environment is just not for me. That's why it's important to know who you are, mm-hmm. so you can know where you can thrive. And I'm all, I'm all, I'm a registered nurse. I'm a lifelong learner. Mm-hmm. But I don't like those environments. It's so strict, and no. And so you're in where then? I'm a school nurse. You're a school nurse. Yep, in Jersey. Making six figures. Yep. Come on. But keep in mind, I also have a per diem job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Home, private duty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so combined. Combined income. Combined, You're yeah. making six figures. Mm-hmm. Doing what you want to do. We're doing what I want to do. And now all that income is yours. It, it's not going to somebody else outside of maybe a mortgage. You know, you have a mortgage? No, I do not. You don't have a mortgage? I You're renting? Not. I'm renting, but I'm saving for a mortgage. Mortgage, okay. Cool. I'm saving for a mortgage. I have sinking funds set up for every vacation, mortgage. Oh, so you have you, to keep this thing going. Yo, you, you can't. That's what I'm saying. I was about to ask you yeah. now. How are you running your finances now? Now that you yeah. have no debt, how are you managing your finances? So so you can take... What I do is I take the money that I was using to pay off debt. Okay. Now I have vacation funds, yeah. emergency emergency funds, yeah. fund for the house, mm-hmm. um, a course, a financial coaching course I'm going to take. Okay. Um, just everything you want. You have to make sure you save for it. Going back to saving instead of swiping. Yeah. We're going back to old school. Save your money for what you want. Yeah. And I just, I'm just reallocating all the money I was paying the debt mm. for myself That's and the things I want to do. So how are you building wealth? Now since you're debt free, like what is your, what is your method for wealth building? Maxing out my 403B okay. and my Roth IRA. 403B is, is another version 401K. of 401K. But for the... In the education, in the education yeah. yeah. And then you're maxing out your... Roth. Roth IRA. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. And then anything else? Um, I'm working on my financial coaching. There you go. Yep. All right. So you're going to start a business mm-hmm. to where that's generating some more income that eventually, hopefully one day, you might be able to do that full time. For sure. Do you enjoy being an RN? I do. Okay. Um, I like how I'm able to even it helps with um, paying off the debt and teaching people about I've been I've been helping people with their stuff for years. I didn't know it was a thing. Yeah. Like I didn't know it was a thing. It's like, OK, you know how to help someone to get their credit score up. That's not a thing. It doesn't even feel like a thing. That's why I never th- knew it was a thing. But it being a nurse helps me because, like I said, I don't just look at your debt. I'm looking at your whole life. And instead of pushing debt snowball, debt snowball, how are you feeling? What mm. keeps you up at night? What keeps you up at night? That's Let's so tackle that first yeah. so that you're successful on your journey. Yeah, that is so good. I think a lot of people, you know, I mean, I did it, the, I, I did it and I still fully 100% um, support and uh, believe in the seven baby steps that Dave Ramsey did because it got me out of there, right? Me too. Um, but I was Dave-ish. Yeah, I, and I heard but a lot of people say he's, that. But, but he was a blueprint that yeah. I needed. 
Yeah. So that was, and it's very, it works. Yeah. It works. Clearly. Clearly it does work. <laughs> and I think a lot of people could get it confused. I think a lot of people think that the seven baby steps, there's no way to celebrate the small wins. And I think that that's like, because they hear Dave say, hey, people say, drive to Dave Ramsey car, eat beans and rice. or, And I'm like, hey, y'all, I think the steps are there for you to follow. Work the steps that best, the best mm-hmm. way you know how to work the steps. Mm-hmm. Right? For sure. And personalize think, it. Yeah, personalize it for yourself. You you said, hey, for three years you was gunned down, you didn't do nothing. Well, somebody else may say, you know what, I'm going to do that. But you know what, I'm going to celebrate my first 1000 emergency fund. I'm going to go on this date or this, go get a real sure. nice dinner. And I talk about that in a book because I, and I also say, I'm telling you how I did it, yeah. but you don't have to do it the way I did it. Right, right, right. You take, you take what you can learn, yeah. you personalize it yeah. to your life yeah. and you celebrate because right. although I don't, I know I missed out on things, but I wouldn't have it any other way. If I could go back, I would do it the same way. No, me too. But, but it is important to be present and to joy to enjoy this life that you have, you know? Yeah. I tell everyone, I think the way that you did it um, was the was the right way. I think I would rather someone be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You were comfortable. The only thing I would have changed for you, I wouldn't have had $20,000 in the same account. But at the same time, I understand it. You had to do what made you feel comfortable so you can move aggressively, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, for me, I, I really don't want my people to be comfortable getting out of debt. Here's why. Because then I don't think everyone has that drive that drive mm-hmm. when they're comfortable. Gotcha. I drive better when I'm not as okay. comfortable. So if I would have had $20,000 in an account, okay. I would have been like, you know what I'm saying? I would have been like, huh? I pay it off. I just I just do the regular payments. I'm straight. You know what I'm saying? But it's like if I see the majority of my check going towards bills and debt, I'm like, oh no. Mm-hmm. No, I need to get mm-hmm. no, I need to move. So I think there is a there is a benefit to going aggressive for a short season. For sure. So you can have the rest of your life. For sure. Rather than sitting there for 10 years and you're comfortable. Yeah, you know? I agree. But you put that money up and you were still uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It was like, yo, no, listen, I got 20K. Like, it doesn't exist. Exactly. Yeah. Right? Like, I got 20K, but I don't have 20K. Yeah. I'm still broke. For sure. And I think that works for you, works for myself, right? I mean, I got a large savings account. I got someone, the average person's double their salary in my, in my emergency fund. I still work like I am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, hey, I can't touch that money. For sure. If I meet a beautiful woman today. You know what I'm saying? She got that long hair, <laughs> nice old little thing. You know what I'm saying? I can't touch that emergency fund because okay. that's not an emergency. Facts. You know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of people think like, oh, I got 20K over here. I can just go, you know, it's Christmas. I just go buy my son. Let me take 5K. Let me tell you nothing. Now that now they broke again for real, for real. And when life hits, they were comfortable because they spent that money and they weren't paying off the debt. And that's why you got to keep it. It has to be a Yeah, yeah. And I think therapy helps you out with that because it helps you understand why you're moving the way that you're moving. Facts. You know, and it's like, for me, I'm I'm like you. I go to therapy. I actually I do I do every other week because I get stressed out running a business. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm dealing with people, and um, I deal with people in the consumerized, and I got I got to deal with my my team and 
their different personalities. And I, I got to make sure that I'm always thinking correctly because if I'm not healthy, I don't want my unhealthiness to come off of my teammates. For sure. And, um, and so me seeing a therapist, I totally agree with you. It's not because something is wrong. It's because I don't want something to go wrong. Mm-hmm. And with me being the leader of a company, me being eventually the leader of my home, I need to make sure that when God introduces me to my wife, that the number one asset that I have, which is my brain and my heart, is taken care of. Mm-hmm. And so I think a lot of people get it confused that therapy is only for the people who are sick and need help. For sure. When it's, it is for that too, but it's not only for that. I agree. You know, I think that's why, like, life insurance, not life insurance, life insurance is for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, medical insurance is not only to for when you're in need. Mm-hmm. You, you have actually get it. There. Exactly. <laughs> and it's actually cheaper long term if sure. you take advantage of the preventative. Anthony, there is no losing. This is the win-win. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. This is a, there is no losing. Yeah. It's just people have to make that commitment. Got to. They have to make that commitment. It's it's so worth it. So what's next for you? As we're in in ending uh, this show, what's what's next for you? You debt free, forty five, single, no kids. Do you want to get married? I do. I do want to get married. And do you I want kids. I'm open to bonus babies. Okay, okay. I'm open Jesus. to some bonus babies. At this age, you're saying, I, I just I'm can't. I'm open to some bonus babies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm open to some bonus babies. So, so if your man come with, come, come with kids, you're open with that? Yeah. Okay. All right, all right, sure. all, right all right, all right. But you do desire marriage. I do. And let's say three years from now, you're debt-free. What, what do you think your net worth would be? If you go for it, go hard the way you're going right now. Like, what is your goal? I'll put it like that. I, to be honest... I'm not going to, I'm going to be completely truthful for, yeah. with you. I don't have a goal. You my have a goal. As it relates to money. Okay. I have a goal as it relates to internally. My goal is to get closer to God. Yeah. To stay in alignment with God's will for me. Okay. And whatever that looks like, that's the goal. I like that. That's the goal. I ain't even mad at that. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm consistent. I'm, I'm, I'm on top of my money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I haven't created a goal. I'm focusing on... Getting closer to God. That's, That's a Seek ye yeah. first the kingdom. And these things will follow. And all the things will follow after. For you know sure. what I'm saying? And I think that's very, very important uh, for us to seek first the kingdom. For sure. You know? Um, and here's why it's important for us to seek, seek the kingdom. He owns it all. So if he owns it all and I'm seeking him first. And I'm his daughter. Exactly. And I'm his son. Oh, I'm going to get that bad. <laughs> I mean, it just has to happen. I mean, because at the same time, God doesn't want us looking bad. Well, if they're seeking me, then I need to reward them for seeking me. Because if I reward them, then it brings more people back to me. So let me bless my daughter for being obedient. Let me bless my yes, daughter, Lord. my daughter for for you know what I'm saying following the ways that I've put in front of her. Like yes, Lord. man, um, they'll listen. You're amazing. Thank you. Your story, one hundred twelve thousand dollars, y'all. This is not just a book, right? This is a workbook. So. I really want y'all to get it. Interactive. I mean. Simplified. Very well put together. Um, and I used to say this, right? I used to say this, and I hate that I used to say this. I used to be like, yo, man, this is this is what black excellence is. Not bump that. This is what excellence mm-hmm. is. You know? And I want to help. I'm, I want to help because of the, the things that I've experienced over these last few years. If I would have had someone that looks like me from where I'm from, 
I would have had more motivation, more inspiration sooner. I'm 45. Mm -hmm. I'm not old, but I'm 45. If I can help someone younger than me do this faster and get their life back earlier, I'm happy. Yeah. Listen, we're going to drop her book and her information in today's show notes. Y'all go get it. Over leverage, 10 steps to getting out of debt and out of survivor mode. It's the survivor mode for me. I'm gonna keep it, it's the survival mode because that's all that I saw my parents do survive. I never really seen us thrive. I never, I never saw us experience wealth in the last. I don't want my parents, um, parents. I don't want my kids to see me surviving. Mm-hmm. I want to, I want to, I want to change the narrative of black couples, of black people thriving for sure. And they're still gonna learn how to experience life. They're still going to see and, and really understand where we came from, how I was raised, how my parents were raised. I was talking to my mom, my dad, and I didn't notice my dad, um, you know, grew up to where he went to an all-black school. He couldn't even be around mm. white kids. Um, he had to come home and work for the white man and do do sharecropping or cropping, whatever he said that was. And he, when he looks at me, he was like, Anthony, we would get paid a dollar a week. $2 a week. And when I say that I'm wealthy, I'm wealthy from where I come from. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't teach you what you know now because I never saw that growing up. I, I had to go to an all-black school. I had to come home and work for the white man and be called this and and not get paid my worth. No one taught me how to build wealth. So I couldn't teach you how to build wealth. So to see what you're doing now, eliminating debt and doing this and building that, doing that, he was like, son, your child better not experience what you experienced Mm -hmm. because you know more than what I knew. For sure. And I think that's important because survival mode is what the average black person goes through. And we got to change that narrative. And that's what I'm doing. I'm changing that freaking narrative. It bothers me. I do not believe God created us to survive. Mm Mm-mm. He he can't. And when people say, oh, man, you," I had someone say on my show on the comment the other day, um, um, I had to unsubscribe from you because you love uh, money more than you love God. I said, I don't love money more than I love God, but I do like money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I do like money. I ain't going to say a trip to you. Because it's like when I when you get all these deep people, oh, my God, you, you love money. No, 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 no. No, 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 don't get it twisted. I said, but I need money. The kingdom needs money. Why is it that kingdom people, you want us broke? We can't impact the world if we're broke. Security can't impact the world if she's drowning in debt, if she's not selling books, because what happens? When we buy this book, 10% of that going to her church. 10% of it going to the kingdom. Knowing her, she's probably giving a little bit more than 10%. You know what I'm saying? So all y'all deep people, <laughs> all y'all people, oh my God, Christians, money. You know what? Bye. <laughs> Unsubscribe from the channel because I ain't changing. Bye. I don't need you. I don't need you. Unsubscribe from the podcast. Unsubscribe from the channel. I'm sorry to go off to care. You got to be a part of this. I'm just tired of these deep people. <laughs> Tired of these deep people telling them, oh, my gosh, money, money, money. Yo, listen, man. You see, 
when, when you are wise and when you're a good steward, Tell. God blesses that. Tell. And so if I'm a son of God and if God is blessing me, if she's a, a daughter of God and God is blessing her, he's blessing us because we're being good stewards of what he's given us. And if we're being good stewards of that, that means that we're giving away a lot of it and we're building the kingdom. But I don't see y'all tripping. Oh, LeBron James. Oh, Beyonce. Oh, my God. You're right here singing and shaking that tail and dropping that and, and dunking a basketball. Oh, my God. You love money. But then when kingdom people, when kingdom people we're got some money, now we wrong. But you celebrate LeBron James, Beyonce's, and I love y'all if y'all see this. <laughs> How you doing? Um, we celebrate those people, right? Oh, they deserve $150 million. They're going to, I deserve $150 million too. Shoot. Let me end this show. Let me end this show before I get in trouble. Preacher, brother. I mean, let me end this show before I get in trouble. Tell them, Ew. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, it just bothers me when I be seeing that. I'm like, man, boy, really? Like y'all, y'all, y'all want us to be broke. How are we going to impact the world? How are we going to build schools? Yeah, we can't build schools like that. We can't build homes. We can't build churches. We can't build a safety net. We can't do nothing if we just live in paycheck. If we just in survival mode. That's a fact. The kingdom shouldn't be no survival mode. What the hell? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me let me go. Y'all listen. Go get her stuff and come back to God. Dear, dear my brothers and sisters in Christ, <laughs> go get a book. Get a book. Support her. Appreciate it. You know, support her. So Amazon? Yep. All right, we're going to put the Amazon link there. Go support her. Go support her. God bless y'all. I ain't mean to go on that rant. I'll see y'all in the next show. Peace out.